Hope podcast with your co-hosts, Kim Stanley and Martha Wilson. Who couldn't use a little hope, encouragement, and inspiration? Tune in every week as we share heart-to-heart conversation with other hope seekers. Join us at the table for real talk that will meet you right where you are. So go ahead, press pause on worry, overwhelm, and crazy, and breathe in God of hope. Well, hello, welcome friends to A Burst of Hope. This is episode 14, and we just want to say Happy New Happy Year. Happy New Year. Cue the confetti. It is 2022. Can you believe it? Man, God's good. Martha, have you gotten your new journal and or calendar yet? I have not <laughs> gotten it, but you showed me your new planner, and I am confess I'm very envious. It's beautiful. <laughs> So I'll probably be doing a quick Amazon order today. Mm. Why are we such nerds about I, I a new know. planner and a new journal? I don't know. What well, is it's it? like, didn't you like getting school supplies too? And that was like the best part of my new school year. I was going to buy the pencils and the notebooks and the markers. That was my favorite oh, yeah. part. Office yeah. supply stores yep. are my best over Hobby Lobby or Michael's. <laughs> I would rather go purchase new office things. That's right. We just love it. It's the freshness of the new and hopeful for the creative juices that will be flowing in yes, this new year. We right? Hope so, right. Mm-hmm. It's amazing that our, our friends are listening in and we're already in 2022, but we are recording this today on the last day mm-hmm. of the year. That's right. And we've had wonderful conversation in preparation of our podcast this morning just around what it looks like for us to close out a year and anticipate the new year. Mm, yeah, yeah, it's exciting. We we sure have been blessed. And, uh, you know, Christmas, Advent and Christmas, all the things that we were talking about this last month have been just right here with me the whole time. You know, our guests that I shared about last week, about the week between Christmas and New Year's and the things that we can do to to. Um, when we have that lull and experience God of hope in that and how important it is to take that hope to others. And now we're talking about, you know, a new vision, a new year, everything's new. And what do we take out of this old year with us? And what are we looking for? And how do we want to experience God of hope in 2022? Absolutely, Kim. It's like, there's things of the past year that we all want to leave behind. Yes. Um, there's some things we want to leave behind that we can't mm-hmm. leave behind. They, right. They cross over with us. But it's really not about that. Um, kind of our perspective today is that God would give us vision mm-hmm. of what is to come. And I was just recalling a childhood memory. I actually shared it at one of the um, gatherings that I did at during Christmas. Mm -hmm. And the memory was, as a little girl, how we could not enter into the living room to see what Santa brought us until everyone lined up in the hall, the door was closed, and you could smell oranges and apples Mm. and coconut patty candy (laughs) creeping out from under the door. And there, the three children, we'd be lined up waiting for mom and dad to come so that we could see what was on the other side of the door. (laughs) And, you know, today, this last day of the year feels similar to that. When I recall Mm -hmm. that childhood memory, it's like it's not that same excitement of what did I get on Christmas morning, but there is an anticipation and great hope of what is ahead. And it's like, we don't know what is on the other side of the door, but on this side of the door, we want to prepare 
ourselves for what is ahead. Mm -hmm. And I love this about God is that we don't have to know what is ahead. You know, we, we so want to know and yet we, we never do. (laughs) And I'm flipping back here in my old journal to see (laughs) if I can find where I wrote down. Um, it was actually, I think off of, um, an Instagram post that, Uh, Proverbs 31 had on yesterday, it says, even when we can't see what is ahead, we can trust who is already Mm -hmm. there. That's right. So we can, on this side of the door, we trust who Mm -hmm. is already there. And, Mm -hmm. um, you know, friends, we just want to have conversation today that it doesn't matter if it's the 31st or the 1st, 2nd, 3rd, whenever, but that there's a pause that we make preparation in our heart for how we are, how we want to step in and live this new year. Yeah, absolutely. And I love that word pause. You know, in the Psalms, they use that word selah so much. And that's what that means is just take a break and pause and think about in the word, obviously, what God has been saying to us and before we go right into the next place. And I was reading Psalm 59 this week and It felt like for me, it was a reminder of how God has been so faithful to be my deliverer and my fortress. It says in Psalm 59 verse 16, after David has kind of talked about the howling dogs that are bothering him, he ends with the psalm, but I will sing of your strength. I will sing aloud of your steadfast love in the morning. So David has experienced God's um, deliverance. And and I certainly have. You have. We yes. all have experienced his um, rescuing grace uh, this year. And we are singing about it. You know, it says, I will sing of how God has provided for me in this past year. And then the next verse says, for you have been to me a fortress and a refuge in the day of my distress. So he is he is our refuge and our fortress in the past, in the past of 2021 and before that. And then it says in 17, oh, my strength, I will sing praise to you for you, O God, are my fortress. He is our fortress now in this moment. And I'm going to sing about that too. I will sing praises to you and the God who shows me steadfast love. So he has been our fortress in the past and we sing about that. And he is our fortress and our deliverer and our confidence and our strength in this moment right now. Mm -hmm. And we certainly know that on the other side of that door, he is going to be that same strength and fortress and steadfast love. And so that's what we have to sing about. He is, you know, it's the eternal God and our his presence has been with us in the past. It's here today and it will be there tomorrow. And when we say that, I love when it says, David says, I will sing. He says that three times in those two verses, but I will sing, I will sing, and I will sing praises to you yeah. because we are, we're making a declaration that no matter what happens, God, we're going to find us singing about you. Because you're worthy of that. And it's more than just singing notes. It's not about what we sound like when we sing. It's about expressing that praise to God that he's given us the notes and the voice and the words to do that because he's so faithful. That's beautiful. Kim, and I'm glad that you said that because it's easy for us to listen to you as a musician say those words and think, yeah, but I can't sing. But singing to the Lord, is, it's really a heart issue. Yeah. It, is, it is lifting our praise to Him. It is mm-hmm. declaring to Him, you know, who He is. And it's not sing a song when everything is wonderful only. It's mm-hmm. always, it's like the psalmist there made up his mind right. that he would, he would sing. That's I'm right. going to sing of who you are 
and who I've known you to be. And it reminds me just, you know, just a few days ago, I sat with my friend Judy. Mm -hmm. And Judy is the mom of my daughter-in-law. And they just lost their Mm -hmm. husband Mm -hmm. and dad. And in that shocking place of grief, um, Judy sat there and said, I find myself singing over and over. Mm -hmm. And so beautifully and sweet, she sang, Jesus, Jesus, Mm -hmm. how I trust him, how I proved him o'er and o'er. Jesus, Jesus, precious Jesus, oh, for grace to trust him more. Mm. It was the most beautiful song of heaven that she poured her heart out in her grief and to say over and over, I'm singing this song to him because yes. this is who he is. That's right. So yes, mm-hmm. no matter what's on the other side of the door ahead mm-hmm. of us, we sing a song. Okay, but I think you mm-hmm. found some other treasures. I Yeah, and I was following my just reading for the day and I was in Acts 12 and it in 12 5 says that um you know this is when Peter was put in prison and Herod was had just killed um James the brother of John and Acts 12 5 it says so Peter was kept in prison but earnest prayer for him was made to God by the church mm. so that vision of seeing Peter kept in prison. Well, obviously he was kept in prison by the guards, but you know, we, we believe in God's sovereignty. We know that God's working all these things out for good, but earnest prayer for him was made to God by the church. And so I thought about that prayer, how the church came together and prayed for Peter and how we know the power of prayer. We have experienced it, but how much of a call this year to, to prayer, you know, we experience God's presence. We want his vision and we are going to find that in prayer. Because as the church prays, as we pray, our vision then is given, it's restored, it's it's healed, and miraculous things happen through prayer because then right after that, we know that Peter was rescued oh, yeah. by an amazing miracle where the angel had to come and go, hey, wake up, Peter, and get out of here. Your, your chains are gone. He quietly got out, passed the guards, went to the house where they were all meeting. They didn't, they thought he was a ghost. They didn't yes. believe that he was even rescued, and here he is, you know? It's like, no, this really happened. And be, he, he, like he showed up at the church to say, hey, thanks for your prayers. I'm out. Yes. And, you know, what an amazing story and a, and a reminder for us that it's through prayer and thanksgiving and gratitude for what God has done in the past as our deliverer, as our strength. You know, we're here today. We're alive. Yeah. We look back and we're thankful for what God has done. And so often I can maybe look at what I haven't done or what I've done wrong. And that becomes very negative and self-focused. But I need to change my perspective and my vision and my prayers of thanksgiving and praise to what God has done and what he's allowed me to accomplish this year. You know, so I just kind of made a quick writing down of things that I've experienced God in this year. You know, little things like us starting this podcast, you know, this has been a dream for a year, over a year. And we did it this year and God helped us to do it. And all these things from my family to our ministry, to things in my kids' lives, to vacations we were able to go on, seeing our parents, my grandkids in Washington that I hadn't seen in two years. You know, all these things I just wrote out. Wow, God, to see it all on paper. That's It's amazing. It's amazing. That's a great suggestion even for all of us to practice, just Mm -hmm. to look back and recall 
where I've seen God over yeah. the over the past year. Because Kim, you know, when it gets hard mm. and it feels like God is not there and it looks like everything's falling apart, it is so important that we look back at where we have seen God. I remember one of the important words of this past year that we talked about at Touching Hearts a lot was remember. Yes. That we remember who God is and we remember what God has done. So when we recall those things and it comes back to us, then we go, oh yeah, that's who my God is. Because we're quick to forget. We can get so covered up in the moment, in the crisis of the moment, that we can quickly enter into a crisis of belief. Mm-hmm. But when we recognize that cross, crisis of belief, if we'll just pause and ponder <laughs> the goodness of the Lord and look back and reflect, He has delivered me and He will yes. deliver me. Yes. I know that He will deliver me. I know that He will rescue me. I know Him to be my strength, my mm-hmm. um, fortress. And, and that was one of my verses. Um this morning was in Psalm 91. Uh, it says, verse 2, it says, I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress, my God, in Him I will trust. Mm-hmm. And I think it's so important for us to say to ourselves, but to say back to God, um, as we are standing in faith, not only for ourselves, but for others, mm-hmm. by prayer, the important part of prayer. Yes. Yeah. Um, you know, do you remember I followed Carter Conlon yeah. for a long time? Mm-hmm. He's the, he was the former pastor of Times Square Church mm-hmm. in New York City. And I listened to him last night on his 2022 mm-hmm. message. And he doesn't have a new message. The new message is it's time to pray. It's the yeah. old message. It's the new message that God is calling all of the body of Christ, all of the church. Yes, absolutely. It's time to pray. Yeah, it is. It's a serious message, you know, that we take that. And what a privilege we have that we we get to do that, that we can commune, we can pray, we can cast our cares on, we can ask the God of the universe to come and um, make his will known. And when we pray the word, I think it's so important and so powerful. You know, we might not know how to pray, but we can open up this Bible and pray what it says right there. God doesn't mind if we plagiarize. That's right. That, right? right. And I was looking at, at the end of Acts twelve twenty four about, um, it says, but the word of God increased and multiplied. And it was talking about how even all this persecution was happening the word of God was increasing and multiplied. So there's nothing, there's no power that triumphs over the word of God. And in in our prayer, we're praying back the word. We're praying to the word because he is the living word. And that word, you know, sometimes I've heard people say, you know, and I've, I've, I've thought this a time or two also that, you know, this book, this Bible is, am I worshiping the Bible? Well, no, because the word, The capital W-O-R-D is so much more than just what's written on the page. We don't worship the Bible. It's the heartbeat of the author himself who inspired this word that we worship. And we see and experience him as we read it. And so we come to love him more in that place and we come to know him more deeply. I think as we read and pray the word, whether it be for ourselves, for our friends, 
for our country, for the world, you know, for our church. So yes, prayer and praying the word, we need and trust that the word is going to fulfill itself because he said that it would. Yeah. So Kim, actually that gives me um, the perspective that I can be a part of what is on the other side of that door. I have a part to play. It's not just cross into the new year, sit down and fold my hands and whatever will be, will be. Hmm. But that sovereign God has set everything in motion. You know, that blows my mind. Back to how we started talking about the new journal. That Hmm. always overwhelms me. I sit down with a new journal, every page blank, crisp, clean, and fresh. Uh, Nothing yet written on it. And yet to know that there's like invisible ink already on every page and that God already knows. He already knows the story that will be written. He's there. He's not only here with me where I am, but he's already there on every page of my life. Mm -hmm. And it's not just true of me. It's true of all, you know, creation. And so to speak to the living word, the word back to him and to know that I have a part in what's going to be written on that next page because I get to join God where he's working. Mm, yes. You know, we, we learned that principle <laughs> with Henry Blackaby right. experiencing God that yes, God is always at work mm-hmm. and I join God in what he's doing and I join him by believing him, believing his word and this powerful thing of singing and praising mm-hmm. and worshiping Him changes the atmosphere. Yes, it does. And then the praying into, you know, situations. I get to be a part of it. Mm-hmm. And we were praying this morning for one of the brothers that was in severe mm-hmm. pain. And just one by one, as different ones chimed in, I'm here, I'm praying, I'm here, I'm praying, I'm here, I'm praying. You know, and sometimes it just, it's like a ding on your phone yes. that says, I'm praying, I'm praying, yeah. I'm praying. But I felt like this little Gideon's army was coming into formation and interceding on our brother's behalf, praying. And I'm telling you, within 30 minutes, she came back and she said, the pain is dissolving. Wow. Praise God. And it's like, we get to be a part of that. And all that God is doing, we don't change a situation. But by faith, we join in with what God's doing and we watch him. And then it gives me faith to believe the next time that he will will loose prison doors and Mm. he'll drop chains. Mm. Amen. Amen. That's so exciting. So all a part of what we get to be looking into for the new year. And I pray that we would seek to have God as our vision. Mm -hmm. You know, not only do we look to him and we know that he gives us vision, but he doesn't just give us vision. He must be our vision. That's right. Yeah. And that we see what he sees mm-hmm. and we see with his eyes. Amen. And oh my goodness, we need that. It's we just do. like we can enter into this new year with the heaviness of the past two years that we mm-hmm. have been in. Mm-hmm. And there can be a dread that comes over us. Wow. That's an important word. I think we should talk about that in the future. I think you're right. There can be a dread that comes over us that I don't know if I want to step into another year of what Mm -hmm. is ahead. Mm -hmm. 
But friends, we want to invite you to join us today in making God our vision and that we are not going to enter into this year with dread. We're going to enter in with vision of who God is and expectation and great hope. Yes, great hope. That we get to be a part of the story that God is writing. Amen. And we don't know if we will have 365 Mm -hmm. days or five days. Mm -hmm. We don't know. Mm -mm. But that with hope and faith in God and that he's on the other side of the door. Mm -hmm. You know what? I can tell you. I can tell you. You know what's on the other side of the door? door. I, I can tell you. So I guess I should say, I can't tell you what is on the other side of the door, but I can tell you who is on the other side of the door. Let's stand at this door with great expectancy because on the other side is the goodness of God, the faithfulness of God, yes, the lavish love of God, the forgiveness of God, the restoration of God, the healing of God, the strength of God, the grace of God, the more than enough God, Amen. the God with us, God, who we have been celebrating throughout the Christmas. Let's don't stop celebrating this hope of the world, Jesus. And, you know, as we close out today, uh, friends, um, I pray that our conversation here at the table would encourage you to take time to prepare your heart and to have hope and expectancy that God is our vision. And Kim has a special treasure that she's going to bless us with as we close out. And I pray that it would be a gift to you, but that it would become the prayer of your heart as you close out one and open a new. Joy.
still be my vision, O ruler of all. Heart of my own heart, whatever befall, still be my vision, O ruler of all. Friends, thank you for joining us today for a burst of hope. Until next week, go ahead, receive his overflowing hope.